everyone, and welcome back to What's Up With, the World Institute on Disability podcast, where we discuss what's up in the disability community across the globe. Now, one of the top current events that has been at the forefront of global affairs is the ongoing war in Ukraine. But as the waves of daily media reports regarding the Russian invasion of Ukraine continue to pour in, one group has largely been left out of the narrative, people with disabilities. Since the start of the war, WIT's international coalition with the Partnership for Inclusive Disaster Strategies and ONG Inclusiva, known as the Global Alliance for Disaster Resource Acceleration, or simply GADRA, has partnered up with Fight for Right, a Ukrainian disabled woman-led organization that fights for the rights of people with disabilities. I was pleased to be joined by Tanya Harisimova, who serves as the project manager for Fight for Right, to discuss the current situation for Ukrainians with disabilities and how GADRA is working with Fight for Right to provide support. Thank you so much, Tanya, for joining me for today's episode of our podcast to discuss the situation in Ukraine for people with disabilities. There's just a lot of really tragic things that are going on right now, but I hope that our conversation will help to inform people and to empower people to um, join us in all the work that we're doing to help people with disabilities in Ukraine. Could you tell us a little bit about your background and how you got involved in Fight for Right? Um, you know, just yesterday was two years um, since my since I started work in Fight for Right organization. And um, I, in 2019, I was a participant of one of the projects of Fight for Right. It's a school of political participation for girls and women with disabilities named uh, Liderka School. And I was alumna of the school and uh, received this possibility uh, to be an intern of uh, Central Election Commission. And after my internship, um, the team invited me to join the team uh, as uh, SMM manager. And then I became communication manager. And now I'm working as project manager and also as coordinator of the Liderka School. Now, what made you want to get involved with Fight for Right to begin with? I'd love to hear about that. You know, I was uh, surprised that in Ukraine is such organization who protected rights, who not uh, providing charity or um, something like that. Uh, there was uh, organization uh, not similar to anyone uh, else in Ukraine, and I was uh, in happy to to join them and to to do this work. Uh, I was amazed by the work of Yulia Sachuk, head of the organization, because I know that uh, she and team and a lot of activists uh, prepared. Uh, to UN Committee of CRPD um, alternative report about human rights, about rights of people with disabilities in Ukraine. And I was shocked then uh, that some people in Ukraine doing such work and there was like uh, unbelievable for me. 
Yeah, I've been so enamored with the work that Yulia has been doing. And she's such a powerful voice and a leader. And it's so great that we get this opportunity to collaborate with her to help support Ukrainians with disabilities and get to work with Fight for Right as a whole. So you really have an incredible team over at Fight for Right. What's the current situation for Ukrainians with disabilities, especially those that have been placed in institutions? If you can provide us with an update on what that current situation is for them. Day by day, the situation becoming worse and worse uh, in Ukraine, especially for people with disability. People staying prisoners on their apartment without any help uh, with uh, humanitarian blockade and um, they are prisoners twice when they are in close institution. Uh, institution for people with disability already uh, have been the targets of Russian aggression. Therefore, it's critical that state actors and humanitarian organization uh, prioritize the safe evacuation of this of these people. And people have no choice. They can't ask volunteers for evacuation like people who live in their own home. And they just need to wait if someone will save them. And it's a, a really horrible situation. And uh, I know also people who live in not in close institution by uh, they they anyway hopeless uh, because they even don't know which they could ask for for help it it really is just so tragic that it just seems to be getting exponentially worse every single day for ukrainians with disabilities if you can tell us about the work that fight for right is doing in collaboration with the global alliance for disaster resource acceleration to help ukrainians with disabilities um Yes. Uh, since the beginning of the war, Fight for Right has managed uh, to create an international initiative to help Ukrainians with disabilities, including now about uh, 40 volunteers and experts from around the world. And um, our main activity now is emergency response. And we so appreciate that a Global Alliance for Disaster Resource Acceleration and World Institute of Disability uh, helping us and involved in this process. And uh, our main activity now is to save people, uh, to help with evacuation uh, by regular specialized transportation uh, in ambulances, uh, providing housing in Ukraine and abroad, uh, legal uh, advice in crossing the border, documentation in the European Union. Um, also, we're trying to provide to people medicine, medical supplies, food, uh, rehabilitation services, um, assistive technologies, um, psychological support, uh, financial support uh, and also now we uh, we supporting people who were evacuated because uh, for 
for many people, uh, we are the only contacts which they have uh, in whole world and where they could ask for help. So we trying to be in touch with all people uh, which we saved and uh, our our work not indeed after the evacuation. I think it's so important to highlight the work that we're doing together because, of course, we constantly, when we turn on the news here in the United States and I'm sure abroad, we're hearing about the situation that's going on in Ukraine, but they're not talking about people with disabilities. So it's very important for us to have this conversation to discuss the the needs that people with disabilities have, because I do feel like they have been neglected, which often happens with any kind of disaster or crisis situation. It's usually people with disabilities don't get the publicity that they, that they deserve. So it's very important. And I'm so happy that you're joining me as a guest to talk about this really important topic. Thank you to raising this topic. Uh, I also think that it's very important. And, uh, you know, even from my side, what I see that uh, about us talking about international level, not so often like we have, we want, uh, but they are. But in Ukraine, it's uh, even worse because uh, it's really seldom messages from our states, from our journalists about people with disabilities. So we're trying to, to do our work and to raise this topic on uh, on all levels. And if you can share, what are some ways that you've successfully been able to provide support to people with disabilities so far in Ukraine? What are some ways that, you know, our initiative with uh, WID and GADRA and Fight for Right, how has that been able to help some of the people with disabilities in Ukraine so far? I think it's uh, because uh, the biggest part of all, all our partners, uh, all our volunteers, it's uh, people with disability too. And it's uh, first in a history, I thought, I think that community doing something for community and this uh, a strange power uh, because we know that any of us could be on this, on that side. And we doing it not for, not only for Ukrainians people, but people do it for, for themselves, because war is closer than we can imagine. And um, I think that people who do doing this work, work uh, understand clearly that. Um, it could happen anything. Why do you think it's it's so important to prioritize the lives of people with disabilities during times of war? We talked about, you know, not getting enough coverage by journalists and the media. Why is it important that that changes? Why is it so important that we need to prioritize people with disabilities in these times of war? Because uh, people with disability are at significant risk due to limited access to uh, suitable supplies, safe evacuation pathways, 
inaccessible uh, warning system, bomb shelters, inaccessible evacuation center, and, you know, even inaccessible um, border crossing and any other things. Um, people with disabilities and older persons do not appear to be at the forefront of humanitarian efforts, despite international conver convention, international humanitarian law, uh, standards and guidelines of best practice of inclusion, which are to be updated even in times of conflict. And now we need to to do anything to to change this situation. And yes, uh, we like months ago we were not uh, expert of evacuation, but now uh, we need to become this expert. And also, all people need to to change this this way for people with disabilities and need to prioritize uh, them because uh, we need support and we can do it ourselves and we we were discriminated uh, we it was uh, not accessible uh, to live for us and now uh, in in the situation of war, we we really need support of other people uh, because uh, our lives also matter. What would you say to the government officials in Ukraine about how they need to prioritize people with disabilities right now? I know that it's hard time uh, also for our state authorities and they trying to do a lot of things that uh, they were not ready to do. But yes, they really need to prioritize us. Um, we, we need just, just to be evacuated like all other people uh, who need help, like women, like children with disabilities. Uh, we, we just need even not a lot we need accessible transportation we need a possibility to be evacuated because not all people can um, leave country uh, by regular car because they need medical transportation and i think that uh, it could it should be uh, one of the priority of our government to provide such transportation and to provide accessible evacuation. And why do you think that it's important to also prioritize people with disabilities who are multiply marginalized? So black, brown, LGBTQIA plus women, children, like you mentioned, why is it important that they are also prioritized during this war? Because it's even harder to exercise your rights when you have more than one identity which you could be discriminated. You have no chance when you black lesbian on a wheelchair. So it's also about that we have no chance without help. We need, we need to be visible 
uh, people just just need to to see that we we need their help and um, we we just we, we don't need to to left behind because we also have the same rights like all other people and i know things are just very um gloom and it seems like there's no end in sight for this war but what advice would you offer to you know ukrainians with disabilities right now during this time to get them through this terrible period what advice would you offer to them to stay strong one of my advice is not to be scared uh, to evacuate because a lot of people have no experience of travel and they really scare it that they will not have help abroad uh, but the whole world supporting us very much and a lot of countries ready to to help us with uh, with housing uh, with uh, to be to be just to help us to be in safety and i want to to save to all people with disabilities in ukraine that we will back home but now we need to be in a safe place uh, because we have no uh, supplies to to be there to stay there for those of us who are abroad and um, internationally why is it important that people donate to um, help us to support these people with disabilities in ukraine why should people donate because only people could save the people uh, because now our states our international partners international institution have a lot of tasks and just you know all what we do now it's thanks for the people a lot of people with disability already donated us and this is amazing because we we couldn't imagine we started collecting the money before couple weeks before the war because we wanted to provide psychological support for people with disabilities in Ukraine and uh, now it's uh, incredible that a lot of people supported us not just provide psychological support but we uh, we able to to save lives and this is really really important and without all of you all of these people we couldn't able to to do this absolutely your support will help us to save lives and stay tuned for our next segment where i will explain how those of you at home can donate but thank you so much to you tanya for sitting down with me and having this very important conversation i hope that it's a step in the right direction and it empowers people at home to want to help us in this fight that we're currently in. So thank you, Tanya. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you so much to supporting people with disabilities in Ukraine. Thank you.
Your financial support is crucial to helping us evacuate Ukrainians with disabilities to safety and assisting others who are trapped with complex shelter-in-place needs such as food, water, medication, disability assistance, and family care. You can donate to the Gadra Ukraine effort by a direct PayPal contribution, which you can find a link to on our Ukraine webpage, which is located at www.wid.org slash Ukraine dash response, or you can simply make a text message donation. And I'll tell you how simple it actually is. Simply text WID, that's W-I-D, to 20222 to make a $10 donation or text WORLD, that's W-O-R-L-D, to 20222 to make a $25 donation. All one-time donations will be added to your monthly phone bill and 100% of the funds that we raise will go to support Ukrainians with disabilities. No standard text messaging fees are incurred by mobile users to initiate and complete a text message donation, and no portion of any amount donated is held by participating wireless providers. 100% of all donations are passed through at 100% to this effort. All mobile users can obtain a tax receipt for their donations made via text message by visiting www.mobilegiving.org slash tax receipt. Mobile users can donate up to $100 per 30 consecutive days. Please visit our Ukraine response webpage to learn more about the latest developments in our efforts to support Ukrainians with disabilities. And you can find transcripts and American Sign Language interpretations for today's episode and all of our past episodes of What's Up With on our website at www.wid.org slash what's up with. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode and for helping to support people with disabilities in Ukraine.